what's up and welcome to the Be The Light podcast. I'm your host B, and my mission is to help women expand, elevate, grow, and break past limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. So if you're ready to step into your power and become obsessed with your life, this podcast is for you. Let's dive into it. What's going on, you guys? Good morning. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Be The Light podcast. I was talking to a couple of clients as well as myself and a couple of friends about this recently, and I figured it would be a really valuable episode to bring to you to guide you on how to stay awake, how to stay in alignment with things that feel good to you. If you follow me on social media or you know me in my personal life, or maybe you're one of my clients, you know that I talk a lot about doing what feels good. And I always say, Your only work is to do what feels good to you. All you have to do is do what feels good. And I think there can be a bit of a misconception around that when you think about what genuinely feels good to you. Because when you first think about what feels good, you might be drawn to what feels easy. And I think there's a very big difference between what feels good and what is easy. So this was something that I was talking to someone really close to me about, and this person was falling into old habits. Um, Going back to things that they used to feel in alignment with, that they used to do to stay comfortable, um, and this person is now growing into a new level, you know, expanding in a way that they haven't before. But those old habits and those old things are pulling them back. Now, the reason why I think it's important to talk about publicly is because anytime you are going through a phase in your life where you're challenging yourself and you're growing in a new way, that old life is going to keep calling you back. Those old habits are going to keep knocking at your door and tempting you to come in and they're going to keep calling you because that's what's keeping you safe and that is what's keeping you comfortable and that is what feels good. Now, this is where that distinctive difference between what feels good and what is easy comes in because when I say do what feels good, I don't mean do what is easy. Now, I'm going to give you a couple examples to kind of paint the picture for you of what exactly I'm talking about here. The things that are easy, you know, you've had a really long day at work, you come home from a busy shift and you might sit on your couch and watch TV because that's just what feels good to you in that moment. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to sit down and have a glass of wine, smoke a joint, watch TV and just turn my brain off for a bit, right? That is not what feels good. That is what feels easy. Now, it's not a bad thing. It's not to say that you can't sit down and watch TV and relax and let loose or whatever, but it's when you're using those things frequently as a coping mechanism, you know, very often that it becomes a sign of avoidance. What are you avoiding? What are you not willing to see? What are you not willing to address in your own life that's making you want to drown out the noise with those mindless things? Because that a lot of the time is what it actually comes down to. Choosing to do the things that feel easy because we're so exhausted and we're so drained and we have no energy left. So you choose to do the things that are mindless because it's easy. It doesn't require any effort from you. It drowns out the thoughts. It drowns out the noise. It stops whatever is going on internally. But is that really what makes you feel good? For example, I feel good when I go for walks, when I do yoga, when I journal, when I meditate. But sometimes those things feel like a lot of effort. So it's easier not to do them and to choose to watch TV instead. But when you do that, boom, next day you wake up totally drained. You have no energy. You don't feel 
aligned. You don't feel excited to go to work. You don't feel excited to wake up because you're choosing what is easy versus what would actually make you feel good, right? For example, yesterday I had a really busy day. I was exhausted. I was super tired, still went to the gym, did all of my non-negotiables, did all the things that I tell myself I'm going to do. Um, And part of me was like, I really want to go to yoga. I think that a yoga class would feel really good right now. And then I talked myself out of it. I'm like, you know what? It's been a busy day. Maybe I'll just chill at home and, you know, do nothing all night as if that's going to make me feel better. Right. Then a friend of mine was like, Hey girl, I was thinking about going to yoga tonight. Do you want to come? fucking universe is always giving me these signs. Yes, I will go to yoga with you. And I went to yoga and I came home and I felt 10 times better than I would have if I just sat at home and ate shitty food and watched TV. My point here is that doing what feels good is not always doing what is easy. You're going to feel a little bit of resistance towards it because it's forcing you to face whatever it is that you are avoiding. It's forcing you to do the challenging thing and to come to terms with what you actually need in that moment. Doing what feels good means listening to what you genuinely need. And I feel like the hardest thing in the world is to continuously make those choices, right? The hardest thing in the world is to stay alert and stay awake to what's happening in your life. But I also notice When you do those things and you consistently do those things, you do what feels good to you, you do the things that you might feel a bit of resistance towards, but you feel so much better after, you start to notice that you just feel good. You attract more of those good feeling things in your life. You have more energy. The people around you have more energy. You just feel better in general. So why would you not do more of them? Because it's hard. And this is where we can talk about gratification, you know, instant and delayed gratification. The things that genuinely make you feel good are going to give you that delayed gratification. You're going to feel good after you do them, not while you do them for the most part, usually after you do them. And the other things, the things that are easy feel good when you do them, but they're not actually benefiting you, right? Now, the hardest thing is to, again, continuously choose to make those choices, to deliberately make choices that feel good, even though they're not always easy. So it's usually a lot harder to do what feels good actually. You know, we choose the easier route because it's better short term, but then we wake up feeling drained and we wonder why. It's about learning how to use delayed gratification, even if that delay is only 20 minutes. It's about doing what makes you feel alive, even when you feel resistant to starting. You have to stay awake to yourself. You have to stay aware of what makes you feel good. And again, I talked about this in a previous episode, but if you think about an energy check, Asking yourself, is this genuinely filling me up? Is this genuinely making me feel good? If the answer is no, you should not be doing it, right? If the answer is no, cut it out. Is this genuinely making me feel good? How am I going to feel after I do this thing? And that is going to give you the answer that you need. That's going to give you the clarity that you need. Because there are things that will genuinely fill you up, genuinely make you feel full. There are so many things in your life. You know what I'm talking about. The things that make you feel good, right? You just need to figure out what they are. Now, if you don't know what makes you feel good and that's why you're drawn to doing those easy things and you're falling back into old habits and you're kind of catching yourself doing things where you're like, why did I do that? Like, why am I wasting so much time scrolling or watching TV or whatever it might be? 
Come up with a list of things that make you feel alive. Figure out what it is that actually fills you up, that makes you feel full. And those are the things you need to be doing in your everyday life. Now, this is also going to help you stay in alignment with who you actually are. It's going to help you figure out who you actually are. Because if you're in a position right now where you're drowning out all of your free time with all of these extra things that don't actually make you feel good, chances are you might be having a bit of an identity crisis. You might not actually know what makes you feel good. And that's okay. You don't have to know, but this is where the fun part comes in. This is where you get to discover. This is where you actually get to figure it out. And this is the most fun. This is such an exciting time in your life if you choose to see it that way. So what I would recommend for you, if you don't know, if you're stuck right now trying to figure out what actually makes you feel good and how to take action on those things, write down a list of things that make you feel alive. I actually wrote my list last night after having this conversation with a friend and I choose to do these things, deliberately choose to do these things in my everyday life because they make me feel alive. They make me feel awake. They make me feel aligned. They make me feel aware of myself. So I'm going to read you guys my list. Um, and hopefully this gives you some clarity on maybe a few things that might make you feel alive and inspiration to write your own list. But here we go. Things that make me feel alive are walking, writing, yoga, meditating, moving my body, cold plunge. I love doing cold plunges, even though it's hard and challenging. Saunas. I love an infrared sauna. Hiking. That's another big one. I always have resistance towards hiking, but I always feel so good when I do it. Traveling, I love seeing new places. I love talking to strangers, talking to new people. I love live music. I love learning new skills and trying new things, even though it's scary. I love love and laughter, spending time with people, connecting with others, connecting with myself. Those are all things that make me feel alive. So those are all things that I need to do in my everyday life to stay in alignment with who I am, what I'm doing, where I'm going, what feels good to me. And if I ever catch myself feeling drained, I know it's because I haven't done one of those things. I know it's because I'm missing something in my own life because I haven't been able to have the courage to do it. And the reason why I say courage is because Choosing these things deliberately and consciously is going to require some sacrifices. Now, I read a book. It's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. I believe you pronounce her name. I might have butchered that. Um, very great book. If you haven't read it, you should. Um, there was this one quote and she said, your new life is going to cost you your old one. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. And it's true because when you choose to do the things that make you feel alive, you might have to choose not to do the things that don't. And the things that don't make you feel alive might involve people in your life that maybe just you've outgrown. And that's okay. That is okay. You might look at a certain situation and be like, you know what? This is not doing anything for me. This is draining me. Then what is the point of actually doing it? I did talk about this in uh, one of my last episodes, but when you leave a situation and you're like, oh, I just feel kind of drained. Like that didn't really do it for me. It's like having shitty sex because you're like, man, that was kind of a waste of time. You know, I didn't really get what I needed out of that. And then you sit there twiddling your thumbs and you're like, oh fuck, I could have done so many other things with that time. If you feel like that after you spend time with certain people, you do not need to be doing or seeing those people anymore. Or maybe it's not people. Maybe it's a thing that you're doing in your life. Maybe your kryptonite is scrolling TikTok. And then after you scroll TikTok for three hours, you're like, fuck, that was a waste. Now I feel shitty. 
Again, just like shitty sex, it doesn't need to be there. You don't need to do that. That's a waste of your time. You could be spending your time doing something else that actually makes you feel alive, but you need to be making the decision to align yourself with those things. You need to be consciously choosing that path. So I want to challenge you. If there's something in your life that you feel is holding you back, if you are spending time doing something that just doesn't make you feel alive, I want to challenge you to shift that. I want to challenge you to write out this list of things that make you feel alive and make sure you are doing at least one of them every single day, every day, because this is your life. And if you're not doing the things that make you feel alive, then what are you doing? Now, when I say every day, you might think about that and be like, how the fuck am I getting cold plunge every day? That's not realistic. How am I supposed to go hiking every day? Brittany, I have a job. I'm not telling you that you have to do the big things, save the big things for when you have time, right? Maybe you have a a free Saturday to yourself that you can go on a hike, do that, plan for that. But in your everyday life, find the small things that make you feel alive and make sure you're continuously doing them. Going for a walk. I can guarantee you, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you have 10 minutes to go for a walk. Or maybe one of the things that make you feel alive like me is music. You can incorporate music into your day at any point, doesn't have to be live music. It doesn't have to be a concert. What if you listen to your favorite song in the car on your way to work? That's going to make you feel way more alive than listening to the radio. Or maybe something that makes you feel good is, I put on my list talking to strangers. It doesn't matter how busy my day is. I go to a coffee shop. I don't know the person working there. I'm going to ask them how their day is going. I'm going to give them a compliment. I'm going to talk to them because that makes me feel alive. And it's those tiny pockets of presence, those tiny things that you can implement in your everyday life that are going to make you feel good. They're going to give you energy. They're going to make you feel aligned and excited about life. And when you feel drained, it's because you're not taking the time to do those things. You have the power to change everything in just a few short months, but you have to be willing to accept responsibility for where you are and have the courage to take action towards what you want to become. You have to be willing to say, this does not feel good to me. I know what would feel better and find that next best feeling thing. Find the things that actually make you feel good. Not the things that are easy, but the things that genuinely make you feel good. Because if you can stay aware of those things and you can stay awake, that's why I use the term awake because that's the best way that I know how to explain it is staying awake, alert, aware of what you actually want, what feels good, what brings you energy. If you can stay in that place, you will always be passionate. You will always feel like you have purpose. You will always have energy because you know what you need to do to consistently fill that cup, to consistently make yourself feel full. And then you're going to be able to give that to others as well. I hope that you guys found some value in this today. I hope that if you are in a place right now where you're just really having a hard time figuring out what feels good to you and you're being sucked into old habits... I hope that you can implement this. And if you do, let me know how it feels for you. Let me know what makes you feel alive, what makes you feel good. Um, I would love to hear about it. I would love to talk with you about it. You're welcome to send me a DM at any point if you guys need help with any of this kind of stuff and have the courage to do it. Have the courage because I promise you, it feels pretty good.
And that's a wrap on another episode of the Be Delight podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and space out of your day to listen to this episode and to show up for yourself. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you can do to support the show and be the light for other people in your life is to share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in one-to-one coaching or you want to learn a little bit more about me, head over to my Instagram at Brittany Roth with three T's and DM me the word elevate. I am so looking forward to connecting with you and I will see you on the next episode.